Hello, Internet. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we said we were going to do hi, Internet. Why would I say hi? I always say hello. I know, but this, is the, this isn't the show. This is a commercial for the show. I thought we said we were going to do it different. I always say hello, Rod. I, you, all right, fine. Say whatever way you want to, Chris. It doesn't matter what I say anyway. Hello, Internet. You did. Fine. You got your hello in. And now I'm Rod Morgan. You can listen to us on Balls and Brew, where we'll argue about many things, even more inane than what you just heard us argue about there. I promise. Right here on the Morgan Eno Podcast Network. Come on in, guys. Let's talk about season 42 of Survivor. My name is Rod Morgan, and with me is my co-host in life and my co-host on this podcast, the Mrs. Morgan you know, Kate Morgan. Hello. Hello. Here, we recap last week's episode just ahead of tonight's finale episode of Survivor to get you ready to outwit, outplay, and outlast in 15 minutes or less. But before we get into the quick and dirty recap and the Mrs. Morgan you know joins us, I have an important announcement. We have inadvertently misnamed and numbered the majority of these episodes, and we truly apologize, all right? With that said, however, don't pay attention to the numbers. Don't pay attention to the name. Just listen to all the episodes chronologically, and the episode still flows. We have followed along with all of the episodes as they have appeared, but we have not been as diligent as we should have been with fact-checking our number and name for each episode, so we apologize. Yeah, we really, we did, we screwed that up good. I Yeah, sorry about that, guys. But seriously, if you listen from the beginning or you listen to this episode, know that we are recapping the penultimate episode just ahead of the finale today. So with that said, this one is episode 11. We have double and triple checked this one before we started. This is episode 11, <laughs> Caterpillar to a Butterfly. The Mrs. We Morgan, swear. you know, will give we us the swear. dirty recap. <laughs> Okay, so we start with a reward challenge. So the objective is to spin lots of spinning, lots of discombobulation, lots of that from Marianne in the very beginning, Uh, spinning and unspooling rope, and then completing a vertical puzzle. And for the first time, Omar actually wins this challenge. And so he is able to choose between sweets in the form of cookies and cake or sustenance in the form of chicken, protein, and vegetables. Now, if he chooses sweets, he can take three additional players. If he chooses the protein option, he can only take two additional players, and he ultimately chooses sweets, taking Romeo, Mike, and Marianne with him to eat the sweets, leaving Jonathan and Lindsay, the two challenge beasts, essentially, back at camp eating rice. So the final six immunity challenge is then up soon after all of the players arrive back from eating their cookies and cake and having chocolate all over their hands and faces, which involves an obstacle course with a board and balls at the very end that players must maneuver into slots. It sounds a lot filthier when you say it. It It wasn't. It wasn't. It was quite innocent. (laughs) They just had to maneuver them around and get them in the right spots. It just always, I think whenever I say the word balls, (laughs) I just always have to revert back to that and say it that way. But anyway, so they are at the six immunity challenge. We have Mike. Jonathan, Omer, and Lindsay, all the first four to make it to the board with the balls on the board with a chance to win the immunity challenge. Jonathan and Lindsay, of course, neck and neck. Both land one ball in the resting place, have the second ball ready to rest because, of course, you need two balls to finish off. And Lindsay (laughs) manages to land her second ball right before Jonathan lands his second ball, and she wins the immunity challenge. And so going to Tribal County, 
Tribal Council, Tribal Council, Lindsay cannot be voted out. No, she cannot be voted out. And Lindsay and Omar go into Tribal Council feeling a little bit too too cocky, a little bit too confident. And they are because Omar is ultimately voted out at this Tribal Council with three votes for him two votes for Jonathan, and two votes for Romeo. So this was the quick and dirty recap because what we're really going to get into it is in the twists and turns. But of course, it would not be a vote at Tribal Council if Romeo did not receive a vote, right? Like, I think that's just one of the themes throughout all year long. Somebody votes for Romeo at every immunity Tribal Council. That poor son of a bitch. Like, he has no chance of winning this game. And we'll get into that at the very end of the podcast. And he's just losing weight rapidly. The only thing he's had for 21 days at this point are some cookies and some cake and the bits of rice that he's scraping from the bottom of the pot. I think we are actually in risk of Romeo becoming the first ever player just floated away by a gust of wind on Survivor. So we really should probably make sure that he is next to rocks and trees and things of sustenance in the finale episode. But we mentioned this when we met, did the quick and dirty recap quite quickly. But Omar chooses everybody on the island except for Lindsay and Jonathan. Now, he tries to give some sort of a convoluted reasoning as far as the people that he chooses have not had anything to eat before. And that's fine. But I believe what he was up to were the two people who were winning most all of the challenges, Jonathan and Lindsay, did not get the sugar rush, which I will also say is only a temporary rush, but it had to give those people a little bit of extra energy over Jonathan and Marianne, no? Yes. Jonathan the, and Lindsay, excuse and Lindsay. me. But the move ultimately was very strategic, which is how Omar has played this entire game. And the person who noticed him playing so strategically is Marianne. And that is why she is the ultimate boss in this episode and is the one who ultimately manages to vote him off. So she starts thinking after the immunity challenges, when when the votes really seem to be going toward Jonathan, she's thinking, you know what? I think now would actually be a great time to get off Omar. And since she's semi still aligned with Jonathan, she thinks of this plan to kind of save him. She goes to Jonathan, she goes to Mike and tells them, hey, look, I want to go ahead and play my extra vote for Omar. I get Romeo to vote with me. You guys can vote, can vote Romeo on the off chance that Omar does have an immunity idol, and this is the way we go out. And they're even then thinking, eh, I don't know, I'm not sure, I think we should just vote Romeo. And she's like, you guys, this is the best move. And she ultimately pulls it off. Yeah, Mike and Jonathan do not believe at this particular time that there is an off chance that one of them has an idol. So they are pretty committed to, we have to vote Romeo. We have to make sure that there is a contingency plan in place because Egg does not want to end up on Jonathan's face, which I must admit I was quite surprised for because when we had the immunity challenge and Lindsay beat Jonathan, I wrote down in our notes that I always take for every episode of Survivor, my guy Jonathan is gone. All guns are going to be pointed at him. And then Marianne, the person that I have made fun of pretty consistently on almost every episode of this comes out, makes a huge move, plays her extra vote, saves my guy Jonathan. I, I must admit, I looked over at you and I was like, holy shit. And I don't curse very often on these podcasts, but I have no other reaction other than holy shit, Marianne, just save my guy. And what she did was she showed how you can go from being a complete scapegoat in Survivor to being an actual real goat in this game. And I think she actually stands a chance to win based just on that move and what everyone on that jury already knows about Omar to be true. 
Because just real quickly to bring up for all of you great listeners out there that probably remember, we called Marianne a goat last week, a scapegoat. We said that her and Romeo were just two people who would be drugged along to the end and had absolutely no chance to win. And now I'm not sure Marianne has vaulted all the way to a Vegas favorite here, but she certainly has moved above the station of goat and is at least a dark horse, maybe just an outside shot of winning. So it was a huge move by Marianne. But as we move into our people, where we just touch on all of the remaining players in the game, Marianne did make a great move by voting out Omar and getting rid of somebody that we called a favor to win the game. But, however, I believe it's one of those sliding doors moments because Jonathan still remains in the game, and he has the best chance of winning individual immunity. So it could very well be a scenario where we are watching the episode tonight and the first immunity challenge that comes up, Jonathan is winning it, and all other four members on the beach are yelling and cursing each other for not getting rid of the guy who has won 80 to 85% of the challenges they've had on the beach. The nice thing, though, for Marianne is that she still has an individual immunity idol that she can play through the final five. So if she doesn't win individual immunity, which she probably won't because she I don't think she's won any individual immunity challenges yet. She will play that idol and she will be safe at least until the final four. The biggest threat to Jonathan continues to be Lindsay, however, who just beat him at an individual immunity challenge. She seems to have good relationships with all of the remaining players. And if Jonathan loses the next immunity challenge, he's likely going home. But he has a very good chance of winning that immunity challenge. I mean, he has proved himself to be one of the substantial survivor beasts we have ever seen on this show. So I still hold out hope that my pick for my guy Jonathan, who looks like Rick Boogs, can still win this thing. And you know what? The more and more we go on with this and seeing how strong Jonathan is as a player and as a teammate... I, I'm sort of cheering for him. I never cheer for the brawny people, right? Like, I was rooting for Drea for a long time. I really thought Omar had it and he was going to win. I am pleasantly actually surprised by Marianne, but I still think she's too young to win Survivor. I think you have to put in some life's work to be able to win this game, and I think Jonathan has done that. I do really still love Lindsay, though, too, and wouldn't be upset if Lindsay won. Do you think... Mike, who we've cheered on and all of this, has a chance to win. I believe that Mike will garner a lot of support with the jury. I believe that he is well-liked by a lot of people over there, that he's just one of those people who magically falls into the survivor category of, yes, I've been behind votes, but somehow they don't stick to me, and nobody really gets mad at me for ultimately being the driving force behind them leaving the island. So I think Mike definitely has a chance, but I believe that what Mike will be hurt by is what if Jonathan the Challenge Beast does win one of these immunity idols, and then we are forced to maybe have to make a decision on Mike that somebody who likes Mike an awful lot wouldn't ultimately make had Jonathan not won a challenge, and I think that's a very real scenario. Yeah, I really, really do like Mike, but I think from a jury standpoint, they have seen the wool be pulled over his eyes on numerous occasions. Numerous occasions. Like, he is trusting, he's dear. He's a kind human being. And I think that they just saw him as somebody that they could easily manipulate. And they did. And he continued to come out on top by being aligned with the right people. But none of the moves that were made were his and his alone. I think one other thing that Mike has working in his favor is the fact that we have someone left on this island that I do not believe there is a single thing this person could do to garner enough votes or respect or you know, uh, chutzpah 
let's say, to even make the moves because we've not seen him do anything like that. I just think Romeo is completely on this island just living out the day. So that's one thing that helps Mike is that there's one person on this island that cannot beat him. Yeah, I think if we were ever to describe someone with zero chutzpah, it would be Romeo, sadly. Because he seems also like a really kind and nice human being, which is great, but he has done nothing. Nothing to get himself further in this game other than being present and being somebody they know they can vote out eventually. Even if he makes it to the final three, there's no way he's getting any votes to win this game. I wonder if Romeo has been hurt by the fact that we have mentioned numerous times here that he is a pageant coach and he is probably used to dealing with women perhaps at maybe their craziest, right? I'm not being anti-women here, but we have a uh, we have evidence of women who are involved in pageants, which Romeo coaches all of them as uh, being on the edge of uh, their patients, being up under a lot of pressure, acting a bit catty, acting a bit crazy. And perhaps Romeo's not any good in a scenario where everybody left on the beach is pretty calm and cool-headed because that's really what we have left here in Jonathan, Lindsay, and Mike. These are all people who kind of keep their emotions in check and don't don't do anything crazy, and perhaps Romeo's used to dealing with crazy. Yeah, but I wonder, on the flip side of that, is he de- is he used to dealing with male crazy, right? Because Hi is out of there. Mike acts a little bit crazy sometimes. Is he used to dealing with, with men who can go on that way, and is that what has led his paranoia in the past, too? So I just think there's too much working against him. With that said, we just saw a derby horse win at... 80 to 1 odds. So there is nothing that is impossible. Um, so I don't want to, you know, say, oh, there's, it's absolutely impossible, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I think what we can say we know for sure is going to happen is as we stated. Marianne is going to play her idol and move into the final four. Clearly, whoever wins the first immunity challenge of the two-hour finale episode will also move into the final four. So I think as quite so often is dictated in Survivor, it's going to come down to this immunity challenge and who has power left. And Marianne at this point is the only person sitting with power in her pocket. So I think Mike and Marianne are going to have an awful lot to say. Not Mike and Marianne, but whoever wins the immunity challenge and Marianne are going to have an awful lot to say who wins this game Mm -hmm. i totally agree but are you still choosing jonathan are you still wanting jonathan to win i'm definitely still team jonathan i'm rolling with him i was like i went to the depths of the bottom of the roller coaster last week when i thought for sure he was out after that individual immunity challenge back up to the high heights of ready to hit that drop again when marianne saved him with their extra vote and so i'm still i'm riding right on that edge i'm like tom cruise to talk about another podcast we got coming up on the morganino (laughs) podcast network hanging on the edge of a cliff on Mission Impossible 2, but I'm still hanging on to my guy Jonathan's toes and hoping that I don't slip off. You know, I think I'd be happy with all of them. Probably not Romy. I don't think I'd be happy if he won, but I also don't think he's going to win. And I would have said I wouldn't have been happy if Marianne won up until this last episode because she really proved that she can make some moves. Also, it's worth noting that she still hasn't told anyone she has an in, she has an immunity idol she said she wasn't going to we didn't believe her and she has kept true to that and i'm proud of her for it i think you did make mention earlier though of the biggest factor working against marianne i just do not believe anyone on the jury or whoever else is going to be voted off will give the, ma- the the money to a 21 going on 22 year old so i think we are looking at either jonathan 
Mike or Lindsay walking away with the prize money. I will go ahead and put my nuts on the line here and say that I'm still predicting Jonathan. And Mrs. Morgan, you know, who do you predict will ultimately walk away outwitting, outlasting, and outplaying all of the others tonight as Survivor Season 42 champion? I'm actually just surprised that you didn't say your balls on the line after everything's been getting. But I am actually going to go ahead and say Lindsay with this. If she can win the individual immunity challenge, I think she has a really good shot. Um, but I, I, I honestly think it's probably going to be Jonathan and I'd be happy with that too. Well, there you have it. Since the Mrs. Morgan, you know, and I came out for Lindsay and Jonathan, that means that Mike, Marianne yeah. or Romeo <laughs> will somehow every week. We've been wrong every week. We'll somehow win survivor tonight. So make sure you check out tonight's two hour season finale episode, and we will be back next week. To wrap it all up, we won't be ahead of another Survivor episode to watch, but we will still be here for you next Wednesday. Maybe even dropping a little earlier than Wednesday. We'll see. We'll see how producer Jimmy Jamariska decides to have this one come out. But we will be back to wrap up the final episode of Survivor sometime with you next week. Thank you so much to all of you out there, all you Survivor fans listening, wearing your buffs, coming along with us, lighting your torches, coming into the Tribal Council with us here on Come On In. We appreciate it, and we will be back here for you next week. And enjoy your season finale episode of Survivor. And Mrs. Morgan, you know, thank you so much for coming along with me on this journey. It's been a lot of fun. We'll see you next week. Bye!